0: letter seventy three of pamela volume two this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. pamela volume two by samuel richardson letter seventy three my dear lady i will now proceed with my melancholy account not knowing what to do and mr b not coming near me and the clock striking twelve i ventured to send this billet to him by polly dear sir i know you choose not to be invaded when retired to your closet yet being very uneasy on account of your abrupt departure and heavy displeasure i take the liberty to write these few lines I own, sir, that the sudden flow of tears which involuntarily burst from me, at your kind expressions to the countess in my favour, when I had thought for more than a month past you were angry with me, and which had distressed my weak mind beyond expression, might appear unaccountable to you. But had you kindly waited but one moment till this fit, which was rather owing to my gratitude than to perverseness, had been over, and I knew the time when you would have generously soothed it, I should had the happiness of a more serene and favourable parting will you suffer me sir to attend you polly shall wait your answer i dare not come without your permission for should you be as angry as you were i know not how i shall bear it but if you say i may come down i hope to satisfy you that i intended not any offence do dear sir permit me to attend you i can say no more than that i am your ever dutiful p b polly returned with the following so thought i a letter i could have spared that i am sure i expected no favour from it so tremblingly opened it my dear i would not have you sit up for me we are getting apace into the matrimonial recriminations you knew the time so did i my dear but it seems that the time is over with both and i have had the mortification for some past weeks to come home to a very different pamela than i used to leave all company and all pleasure for i hope we shall better understand one another but you cannot see me at present with any advantage to yourself and i would not that anything farther should pass to add to the regrets of both i wish you good rest i will give your cause a fair hearing when i am more fit to hear all your pleas and your excuses i cannot be insensible that the reason for the concern you have lately shown must lie deeper than perhaps you will now own as soon as you are prepared to speak all that is upon your mind and i to hear it with temper then we may come to an éclaircissement. till when i am your affectionate etc my busy apprehension immediately suggested to me that i was to be terrified with a high hand into a compliance with some new scheme or other that was projecting and it being near one and hearing nothing from mr b i bid polly go to bed thinking she would wonder at our intercourse by letter if i should send again so down i ventured my feet however trembling all the way and tapped at the door of his closet who's that i sir one word if you please don't be more angry however sir he opened the door thus poor hester to her royal husband ventured her life to break in upon him unbidden but that eastern monarch great as he was extended to the fainting suppliant the golden sceptre he took my hand i hope my dear by this tragedy speech we are not to expect any sad catastrophe to our present misunderstanding i hope not sir but tis all as god and you shall please i am resolved to do my duty sir if possible but indeed i cannot bear this cruel suspense let me know what is to become of me let me know but what is designed for me and you shall be sure of all the acquiescence that my duty and conscience can give to your pleasure what means the dear creature what means my pamela surely your head child is a little affected i can't tell sir but it may but let me have my trial that you write about appoint my day of hearing and speedily too for i would not bear such another month as the last has been for the world come my dear said he let me attend you to your chamber but your mind has taken much too solemn a turn to enter further now upon this subject think as well of me as i do of you and i shall be as happy as ever i wept be not angry dear sir your kind words have just the same effect upon me now as in the afternoon your apprehensions my dear must be very strong that a kind word as you call it has such an effect upon you but let us waive the subject for a few days because i am to set out on a little journey at four and had not intended to go to bed for so few hours when we came up i said i was very bold sir to break in upon you but i could not help it if my life had been the forfeit and you received me with more goodness than i could have expected but will you pardon me if i ask whither you go so soon and if you had intended to have gone without taking leave of me i go to tunbridge my dear i should have stepped up and taken leave of you before i went well sir i will not ask you who is of your party i will not know putting my hands to his lips don't tell me sir it mayn't be proper don't fear my dear i won't tell you nor am i certain whether it be proper or not till we are come to a better understanding only once more think as well of me as i do of you would to heaven thought i there was the same reason for the one as for the other i intended for my heart was full to enter further into this subject so fatal to my repose but the dear gentleman had no sooner laid his head on the pillow but he fell asleep or feigned to do so and that was as prohibitory to my talking as if he had so i had all my own entertaining reflections to myself which gave me not one wink of sleep but made me of so much service as to tell him when the clock struck four that he should not though i did not say so you may think madam make my ready rivaless, for i doubted not her being one of the party wait for him he arose and was dressed instantly and saluting me bid me be easy and happy while it was yet in my own power he said he should be back on saturday night as he believed and i wished him most fervently i am sure health pleasure and safety here madam must i end this letter my next will perhaps contain my trial and my sentence God give me but patience and resignation, and then whatever occurs, I shall not be unhappy, especially while I can have in the last resource the pleasure of calling myself your ladyship's most obliged sister and servant p b End of letter seventy three